Welcome to the five. Fantasy five. Bob Tap! Bob Tap! Bob Tap! It's the five. Fantasy five. Five. Fantasy five. 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 Ready. Set. Go. Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's up? James Co. here with you. We welcome you into the Fantasy Five. All the fantasy advice you need. In just about five minutes, this show brought to you by MonkeyKnifeFight.com, and I am here to remind you that they are giving you free money just to play five bucks just for signing up. Plus, if you use my promo code CO, spelled K-O-H, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. Again, look, I get it. There's a million promo codes out there, but if you're listening to this program, if you're listening to my uh, to my voice, well, look, do me a favor, do the show program uh, and the program a favor by signing up using my promo code CO, spelled K O H. Go to monkeyknifefight.com. Puts around over there. It's a fun, simple game to play. Give it a try. Give them a try. Monkeyknifefight.com. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. All right, let's go. Look, it's late in the week. Waiver wires, they've already processed. Uh, you might still be looking for some emergency plays, though. You know, maybe there's some injuries. Maybe there's some bye weeks really gashing your roster right now. Let's talk about some players available in at least 70% of leagues. I am very intrigued by Russell Gage this week against Denver. One of my favorite sleeper plays, no doubt about it. Calvin Ridley looks like he's probably not going to play with that foot injury, meaning Matt Ryan's going to have plenty of extra targets to distribute around. Gage has been the primary slot man for Atlanta, so you think there might be a little bit more chemistry there with Matt Ryan. And Denver slot corner, by the way, uh, Asang Bassey, I hope I'm saying his name right. I'm probably not. But their slot corner, <laughs> Bassey, has struggled quite a bit. He, he's allowing a 76% catch rate and giving up 10.3 yards per reception. Gage is just 12% rostered, but if you are in a bind at wide receiver, again, Russell Gage, one of my favorite upside wide receiver plays. All right, if you're desperate at running back, I've got two names for you, J.D. McKissick and Troy Main Pope. McKissick is just 24% rostered. Pope at just 2% right now. McKissick has been actually pretty sneaky good as a deep flex play as of late. He's averaged 10.5 fantasy points per game over his last four games. Now, he hasn't blown up which is why his roster percentage is still so low. Um, And if you watch Washington play, (laughs) he's a non-factor on the ground. So you're kind of thinking like, well, how is this guy fantasy relevant? Well, look, he's averaged six targets a game over his last four, and he's turned that into 5.3 receptions per contest. Washington has a total dearth, just just nothing as a pass-catching group beyond Terry McLaurin. So I think the volume actually does hold up for J.D. McKissick. Um, Again, uh, limited upside overall, but I think for a week nine sleeper running back where you're desperate, I I think you'll gladly take eight to ten points. Why not? All right, I'm not sure what to make of this Chargers backfield just like you, but all I know is that Joshua Kelly, oh man, he, he ain't it, Chief. He ain't it. Uh, And look, no matter how much I want him to be a thing, because I'm the guy that that propped him up all preseason, right? I said, oh, uh, Joshua Kelly, he's going to take that Melvin Gordon role and he's going to run with it. Ah, Not so much. You know, the vision hasn't necessarily been there. And I just think he's he's just not ready yet. You know, I think athletically he can still be that dude, but... He's just not there, you know? But I did think that Troy Main Pope came in and he looked 
infinitely better than Joshua Kelly. And quite frankly, can I say this? I think he has a lot more juice than Justin Jackson as well. Pope does have that speed, okay? He ran a 4-4... Four, four, uh, <laughs> let me see if I can get this out. He ran a 4-4-9-40. Four, four, I don't know why I'm struggling with that today. <laughs> a 4-4-4... Four, 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 no, not a 4-4-4. Four, 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 a 4-4-9-40. Four, four, at Jacksonville State at the pro day there back in 2016. It's late for me, man. Uh, He's just 5'9", 205 pounds, okay? Uh, But he does run like he's got grease on the legs. I mean, seriously, defenders seem to slide off his lower half for whatever that means. And overall, I like his vision. And he also has experience running, not just at a shotgun, but he's got experience with option running as well. I think that's an important factor because that is something that Justin Herbert did a lot at Oregon in college. Now, look, it's a great matchup, too. The Raiders have allowed the fifth most fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. Plus, with Herbert cooking the way he is, man, I don't mind having that extra touchdown exposure as well. Troy Main Pope, widely available if you're desperate at the running back position. Uh, I am kind of surprised to see Trey Burton out there on so many waiver wires. Look, I get it, okay? The Colts, they play the Ravens, and you're thinking that's a terrifying matchup. But in reality, Baltimore's actually in the bottom half of the league in terms of fantasy points allowed to tight ends, ranking 20th out of 32. And, And the team is just manufacturing touches for Trey Burton right now. Remember, he does have a history with head coach Frank Reich, who was the offensive coordinator when both were in Philadelphia during the Eagles Super Bowl run. Burton, if you remember, was the dude who threw the touchdown to Nick Foles for that crazy Philly special touchdown in the Super Bowl. So to that end, again, they're manufacturing touches for Trey Burton. Burton has rushing touchdowns in back-to-back weeks. He also has a receiving touchdown as well. So we're talking about three touchdowns already for Trey Burton. I just think, you know, again, if you're looking for a tight end, a streaming option at tight end, it's actually, by the numbers, it's not that bad. I don't know. I think you could do worse than Trey Burton. Finally, look, I know Cam Newton has looked like hot garbage wrapped up in a blanket of burning diapers, but how about the law offices of Jacoby Myers? Myers saw 10 targets last week and has actually scored 10 plus PPR points in two consecutive games. There's no one else on that roster to catch passes. And Cam, look, I get it. He's playing like Poops McGee, but they are playing the Jets. So maybe, possibly, that balances everything out. I'm not sure. Jacoby Myers, again, 10 targets last week. I think he's your guy if you are chasing volume. All right, if you want more sleepers, I did talk about Anthony Miller and Danny Amendola in my previous episode. Just find my thoughts on those two guys there. Oh, by the way, I really do like Anthony Miller this week. All right, that's going to do it for your boy. If you want to follow me on social media, that would be great. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram at James D. Co. We'll see ya.